would be quite sad if this little pocket of Islam dies out. So you need to do something about it. The Tartar King, the terror of Tartar, you need to fix it. <laughs> I need to have 3,000 children. Yes, like a James bunch of Polish Trump. girls, you know, <laughs> bring them in here. A, a, har a Harlem, right? Or a harem? Harem. Yeah, yeah, that's, these Muslims do that. That's amazing. I'm a traveling man, made a lot of stops all over the world. This is the train station. Now if you look closely, those are apartments too. <laughs> I'm a pretty senorita waiting for me down in old Mexico. Yeah, that train station looked like a piece of shit. I feel like I'm uh, definitely in Eastern Europe. What happened, Omar? Yeah, our mayor buy this train from uh, a train company, like public, because we don't have private train companies oh. in Poland. And she, she buy, buy the train station for one slotter. One slotter? Yes. <laughs> because now the train station company don't need to renovate it because they, if they own it, they need to renovate it because people can't can just be near that building Talk. because pieces of that building fell off on people. Oh my god. Yeah. And now the city needs to renovate it, but they don't have money. Huh. So Omar, what are like the stereotypes of Zakuka? You know, I've heard some things from people in, in Bialystok and whatnot, and then obviously you just told me now it's a big mining city. So there's mines all over for gravel, right? Yes. To make the concrete. So that comes to my head like, okay, this place is like where they send the the blue collar workers who drink a lot, you know, like a mining town. I work at the mine Talk. Uh, as the wheel loader operator. Yeah. And the Sakuka from every side have at least one mine. Yes. That's where the main um, economy is, right? Most of the jobs are mining? Not most of them, but big amount of people from Sakuka. So what about my drunk stereotype? I've heard that Sakuka people are crazy drunks, you know, hillbillies. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> That's true? We have a lot of drunk people. Well, I found curious, and I don't know if you want to speak about it, but you are um, excavator, right? Uh, you did the... We love the operator and uh, so you dig excavator. out the stuff, yeah, excavated yes. all that. And uh, you now, obviously, in the states, this is a high-paying job. Like it takes like skills, and you get paid a good chunk of money. But um, can you tell me what do you make an hour for doing that? I make twenty-five zloty an hour. So yeah, that's about what six dollars or five dollars and fifty cents for a job that I, th I think pays at least fifty dollars an hour in the How states. How much dollars state now? One dollar is four point five zloty. So you're making. 5.5 dollars ish and then in the yes. states are making you know 50 an hour that really should show you you know in the, the far east kind of poland what the the salaries are and that's a good paying job correct yes the minimum stake in poland it's like 16 zloty per hour okay the minimum is 16 zloty an hour and you're making 25 yes. for that job to show you guys kind of the economies here and definitely the opportunity is not as good i think that's why a lot of people try to learn the english and try to get or german try to get to germany yes. or the uk and because i have high risky job yeah, I, yep. I do mistake, people die, you know? Yeah, yeah, you could hit someone and exactly. Maybe that's why you got that cast right there? Or is that a different story? That different story. <laughs> <laughs> We're going into the cathedral of Sokoka. This is pretty famous. There's the the miracle, what is it? Yes, this is the heart, piece of heart. Piece of heart. It was like uh, they're giving communion. They left it overnight and then it turned into, you know, Jesus's uh, being, right? Yes. Let's go.
Alright, Omar, so the miracle in Zakuko. Zakuka. Zakuka, Zakuka. So basically, they were giving the communion, right? And then one of them, they dropped on the ground. Yes, and uh, they pick it up, left over the night at the backstage. Tak. And then it turned to the human flesh. Yeah, yeah. So they put it in the back room, and then the next day it was human flesh. And they actually did forensic stuff on it, right? Yes, yeah, it was uh, hard muscle a heart to muscle and then so you know in Christianity the communion is the body of Christ right so then they did the forensic and it was uh, an actual heart tissue and you said there's maybe some conspiracy behind it right yes I think so because you know now there's a cool car and big money tourism yeah yeah we saw the buses out there and whatnot and also maybe you know you, you practice Muslim we're gonna go to the, the village so maybe you're a little jealous of the body of Christ you know on the no, ground <laughs> But yeah, beautiful, uh, beautiful church. There's that lady laying down on the ground. So obviously a very holy place and that's pretty neat. You know, this small village in the middle of uh, Far East Poland uh, has this, this miracle that happened. Right, here we go, we got a little Orthodox church action. See where we are in Podishkia. Podlasia. Podlasia, there's a lot of what, Belarusians yeah. and uh, Russians and Lots of different people from the east, huh? Yeah, because it's near the border. Yeah, right on the border. And obviously they don't practice uh, the Catholic faith. They're more orthodoxy Christianity. So you see a lot more uh, the Orthodox instead of just the Catholic Polish people, like what uh, Poland is known for, a bunch of Catholics. So I think it's an interesting mix of the orthodoxy and the, and the Catholic faith here. And then obviously we're gonna get to it. You know, they have a whole little Muslim village in this region, which is super rare. If somebody in the village near here See? have blue roof, yep. that's mean they are Orthodox. Is there any like feud between the Catholics and the Orthodox here? Like fight or don't no, like each no. other? No? They're all best friends? Oh, this might be closed. Let's see what we got here. Yep. Damn. I love the... The gold action here, the domes. I saw a really dope one in uh, Sofia, Bulgaria. I think they got some Orthodox there, but their main church looks similar to this, just a lot bigger. But this is neat. Any idea how old it is? A couple hundred years. So the Tartars, when did they arrive here? The first Tatars arrived here with uh, Jan Czechizabieski. This is the Siege of Vienna, right? The Ottomans yes, were coming yes, in there? Siege of Vienna. So that's a big thing in Poland that they're really proud of is uh, when uh, the Ottoman Empire was invading Europe basically and no one was stopping them. Poland, they brought in what? The horse people that came down there yeah, and the stopped Italians. them? They were missionaries and uh, Jan Czechizabieski told them that he will give them gold. Yeah. And he didn't have gold. Yeah, so yeah, he gave typical. them uh, land. Land. Yes. In the Far East, they said, okay, take this piece, like way over yes. here. Right here. Zakuka? I mean, near Zakuka. That little village, right? Yes. Yeah, but uh, I mean, that's a big claim to fame for the Polish people is that they stopped uh, the Muslims, the Ottomans, from, you know, invading all of uh, Europe. And it was a huge turning point in uh, that war, you know, the Crusades and, and, and whatnot. So. We're gonna go check out this Muslim village, a Muslim village in the middle of nowhere, Poland. I'm so excited, I had no idea, but let's get it. Okay, so how many villages are in Poland, like the, the old ones? Two. 
There's two official ones, right? Yeah, and uh, near the Sukuka. Near the Sukuka, okay. And then mosque. How many of those mosques are there? There are three or two. The classic mosque, the, the old ones. I okay, think. like the original ones? Yes. But is there a lot more new ones? Is more Muslims yes. came into Poland? There are one in Bielistok, actually. Really? Yes. And I assume Warsaw's got a, a decent amount of population, the Muslims? Yes, they have like the biggest in the Poland mosque. Okay, so obviously the, the king back in the day rewarded you guys with some land, but has it been uh, easy sailing since then? Like have uh, the Polish people after the fact said, okay, let's get these Muslims out of here now, like they did their purpose, or has there been uh, good cohesion with the locals? No, I, I still feel it that I'm, I'm different. Oh, I of course, yeah. another look from the people. See, yeah. talk. But like the discrimination or anything, like are they still fine? Like, hey, you guys did this for us a long time ago, now this is your home too? Or is it still like, okay, hey, get the fuck out of here? Not that much, my father felt more. Than me, you know. Now these times you're more uh, more accepting. Yeah, they're accepting us. Do you have any idea of like after the, they got the land, was it all peace and you know, oh, you did this great thing for us, so we're happy you're here? Like when did it start getting bad? Do you have any idea? I don't know. You know, it was like 400 years. 400 ago. years, yeah, so a long time ago. Interesting that for 400 years that these villages have lasted and and stayed in a country that was you know heavy, heavy Catholic. Not lasted that much, that much. There are like two, two families of Tatars in that village. Really? Yeah. So, but some of the Tartars um, intermingled with the Polish, right? So maybe that's why. Yes, they move out. And the original Tatars that came here, they came with, without women, so they need to marry uh, Polish. Oh, it was just a nomadic tribe of men. Yes. On the horses. Oh wow. So they've been intermingling with the Polish people forever. Yeah, because you, obviously, you had a documentary done on you and it was aired in a bunch of Muslim countries. It was talking about the last Tartars in, in uh, Poland, basically. It was about uh, a young Tatar in the Catholic country, how he became a grown human being. Yeah, and this was aired like all over, like some Muslim countries, right? Yes, it was. Uh, the right to the movie was by, by Al Jazeera. It's, it's like yeah, yeah, Arabic TV. The Tartar, how is the Tartar different from like, you know, when I think of Muslim, I think of the Middle Easterns, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. And I see you, I see more of like Asian, you know, type. Um, what's the difference between the, these Tartars and the Middle Easterns? I don't know, you know, because I don't have comparison. Do you guys practice the same? Isn't there like Sunni and Sui and uh, different kinds of Muslim religion? Yes, but I, I don't know the difference. You guys just practice like uh, the umbrella one, like you know how I say, like Christianity, there's Catholics, Protestants, Orthodox, like you just yeah. do the, the umbrella Muslim, Islam faith? I don't know. You just, <laughs> you have I, no I, idea? I just have uh, our religion, you know, Islam, and we do it how our ancestors did, the yes. traditions, the culture has been passed down, okay, interesting. So this is a gas station. I'll be back in 10 minutes. I traveled all through uh, the south of Spain, which uh, had a heavy Islamic presence because they were controlled by caliphate, you know, for 400 years, right, in, in southern Spain. I went to a bunch of the different uh, mosques and the big um, Alhambra, Alhambra, it's in Granada, like a big fortress, a military fortress. So basically I got a good dose of uh, Islamic architecture, 
and it's fascinating because it's mixed with the Catholic architecture and you know then there's Roman stuff from when the Romans were in Iberia but I just had a the way Islam does like the geometric patterns and like sometimes the weird colors and whatnot it's a really interesting way of like building I had a a weird feeling in there. I was like, this is cool. I like this. I'm not saying you know, I'm, I'm uh, converting to Islam, but I had a better appreciation for Islamic uh, culture through the architecture I viewed. And it got me more interested and curious about this Islamic faith. So I did some you know, research and studying. And, and what I found to really admire about the faith is it's, uh, it's not weak. You understand? Like you guys have these rules and... Yeah, we you have five uh, fillers. When you have all five fillers, your faith is very strong. Yeah, but like, you can't just diss Islam without repercussions. Like, you know, there was that French guy that did a cartoon about, um, you know, Muhammad and like they went after him, right? And this is something, I'm not like promoting violence or nothing, but I respect about the Islamic faith is that, you know, a lot of them, they don't play games. Like they follow the rules, they are strict, they defend their religion. And I compare it to like Christianity now in Europe and you know, I think Christianity has become pussy. Like they let anyone do what they want to them. They don't stand up. They make fun of Jesus. They do this and you know, turn the other cheek and whatnot. But you know, the more I look at like um, the World Cup is being held in um, whatever Muslim country it is down in the United Emirates or Qatar, I don't know, one of those. And they're literally saying, if you can't have uh, sex outside of marriage down there. So if you go there to go see the game and you're single, and you know you get caught having sex it's a seven-year prison thing and they they told people you know the world cup officials or whatever said this is serious like we're not playing games like you can't be out you know belligerently drunk in public like you're gonna face consequences and you know there's something to say about that like that they really take it serious and i can respect that but i think uh yeah there's a lot of problems with the the islam faith or some actors bad actors but on a grand scheme of things i think that uh Right now, the strongest religion in the world, like strength-wise, like based on appearance, is Islam, in my opinion. And when you come to the Islamic country, you need to restrict the, their rights. Exactly. That's yes. the thing, too. So you go to these Islam countries, you need to like live like them. Yes. You can't just say, I'm going to go there and be westernized and whatnot, and uh, it don't work. And that's something I can definitely respect. Cause like, you know, if... Uh, the problems they were having in Europe for a while is, you know, the Muslims would come there and say, hey, we're going to do things our way and we don't care how you run things. And then the, the Western countries are like, okay, yes, you know, for sure, you know, do whatever you want. And now finally they're starting to kind of push back, which, you know, I'm all for. I like cultures being cultures. If you want to go to their cultures, you need to assimilate. You don't have to not be yourself, of course, but, you know, you need to respect the people that, that have these homes here that have been, you know, living here. So right here is one of the original mosques in Poland. I mean, do you know when it was built or anything? I don't know exactly here, but... But we're not talking about like 400 years ago. Yes. This is the location. Something like that. 400 years, 300 years. The same structure? Same structure. I mean, it was uh, set on fire like 10 years ago. By the Catholics? Or by the Polish people? Yeah. By the, on purpose? Yes. Oh, damn some skinheads you know oh yeah cause that's a that was an issue in biostock right there was um yeah. neo-nazi type uh actors around here all right let's check it out can we go in yeah beautiful it's closed oh no <laughs> you're gonna call your source yes. i'll walk around here yeah it's very well put together clean they got some cool flowers i mean look at this this is trimmed up pretty damn good 
You're gonna leave? Oh, okay, perfect. All right, he's gonna go grab the keys. I'm gonna do a little, oh, look at this. Some history. Damn, trying out this wide lens today. Let me know if it's any good. And don't worry, I'm gonna get a haircut soon. The curls are getting a little out of control, you know? Girls love the curls, but sometimes when it gets fluffy, then we have some issues. <laughs> All right, here's the back. It's very neat. I think um, after my time in Spain, we were talking about in the car in the south, Islamic architecture is just trippy. Like, I think they don't do drugs, but like the psychedelic like references, the geometric patterns, it's really like out of this world. It feels obviously alien to me growing up a Catholic and whatnot, but I think anyone who sees it, there's just something about it that makes it feel special. Here's the, the symbol. So yeah, Omar's gonna go get the keys. It's pretty cool that obviously he uh, knows all the people in the village because he's one of the, the Tartars. But yeah, they did a whole documentary on him. I've only seen the trailer. He said he's gonna send me the full film, but it was pretty cool, you know, like a three, four year process about following a, a young Tartar and growing up in, you know, Catholic Poland. We don't have any portraits of God, like in the Catholic, you See? have Jesus, yep. you have uh, Maria, and um, we don't have any. It's not allowed. Yeah, because no one saw God. See? Yeah, let's see what you got up here. This is Mecca? This is Mecca. Is that Istanbul? It's maybe Medina. Oh, this is Kaaba. Oh yeah, that's the black box. Yeah. Prophet Abraham building. What's supposed to be in the, the box, do you know? No. Nobody knows? Uh, I mean, there's only like a couple of people in the world that can, came in. in there. Originally, right, from, oh, from um, Muhammad? Yeah. Any other people. Because Muhammad, on his own, he couldn't, uh, he don't know how to write, you know? Oh, he just spoke and someone yeah. else wrote? Uh, this is Mecca. So what do you guys need to do? Every Muslim needs at least once in, in their life to come to the Mecca. Uh -huh. As a pilgrim. pilgrimage. Yes. pilgrimage yeah. And you need to go around the St. Stone Kaaba. Th this box seven times and one of the first pilgrimka from Poland my grandfather was he was from the first from Poland yeah he was imam you know uh, and the prince of Arabia just gave money for Polish people to come for the pilgrimka oh he talked to the prince uh, someone talked to the prince someone talked to him yeah. Yeah. Well, he's one of the first people from Poland to yeah. go to the pilgrimage and he lost you know as, because everyone looks the same, they have white uh, white shirts, yeah, yeah. long ones, and uh, the hat called Tubiteka. See, yeah, yeah. And he was lost for three days, and there was no phones in this. Town. Here, just in yes. this thing, he was lost. Yes. 
<laughs> That's crazy. Do they fast during this? They found him after like three days. He hasn't eaten anything. That's, that's, they fast though, right? When they're here? They don't eat food? No. He didn't eat food. Because oh, okay, he was lost without money, without anything. That's crazy. Made a lot of stops all over the world. Okay, so there was that big situation with the, the skinheads. And I guess in the other village, because we're going to the graveyard right now, they defaced the graves. Yes, they they throw down the back on the ground, and they paint with the spray. They painted it. Yeah. So what? Why? What was the whole situation? Just to destroy it. No, the whole uh, uh I, like between the yeah. skinheads and the Muslims here. I don't know. I don't remember. It was like 10, 20, 12 years ago. Wow. Right, let's check out this graveyard. Beautiful. Look, there's huge my grandfather. Oh, this he's the guy that went to Mecca? Yeah, he was Iman. Oh, wicked. This is my grandma. Okay, you're telling me, I mean, these graves are pretty to me. You got the flowers, it's clean, but this is not how they're supposed to do it in uh, Islam? Yes, because this is how you make graves to somebody, look at them and say, hey, this is, look nice, you know. You need to make it simple. Simple? Yeah, because the grave is the thing for the human who are dead. Talk. Yeah, and the grave should look like uh, one big stone. Yeah. Know? Some letters, who, who is here? Very minimalistic? Yeah, minimalistic. Not draw attention. So why do the Tartars do it different? Like, look at this. It's looks like Polish grave. Oh. So, this, yeah, this reminds me of like yeah. Christianity type grave. Yeah. Oh, yeah, here we go. Or here. So this is the traditional Muslim grave. Islam Muslim. Oh, that's in Russian. Yeah. Someone died in 1905. Wow. So over 100 years ago. Russian. Yeah, you were saying a lot of people in Belarus. There's more Tartars there in yeah. Belarus? Belarus, more Tartars. Yeah, Russia, because... Obviously the Ukraine war, but I remember that you know in the Caucasus they got all those uh, the the mercenaries that got sent to Ukraine on behalf of Russia, Chechnya, right? Yes, from Chechnya. You're saying they're not real Tartars? Right? Yes, because Russia beat up them like 20 years ago. They have war. Yeah, yeah, and they conquered them, right? Yeah, they and they now they fight for him for them. Yeah, this is not how you do it. So real Tartars are pure blood mercenaries. They're free, nomadic, and they yes. get hired to do travel around and that's what Tartar was. Yes. No one ruled them. They have no rulers. They're just nomads like me. <laughs> <laughs> so where the origins of Tartar is Mongolia? Yes, from Mongolia. So were they with the Genghis Khan or Attila the Hun? Yes, in Conqueror, the Europe with him. They were one of the and they were really good with the bow on the the horse, right? The horse, that yeah. was their big thing. What do we got here? This is pure kachevnik. Tell me about it. This is <laughs> uh, three layers of uh, tiny pie, you know? Tiny pie? Okay. It's big. And uh, turkey. Turkey. Meat. Yeah, because Islam you can't eat. What meat? Pork? Pork. You can't eat. And what's the drink again? It's Tatarian compote. So it's boiling fruits. And Gujjiki. And then here is like the community restaurant or something, right? Yes. Is your uncle works yeah, here? Yeah. Uh, he owns it. He owns the shop. Yeah. 
Alright, bon appetit. Okay, so the big problem in the Tartar community is the the dying population. You said um, how many births were last year? Two. Two, and how many deaths? 26. 26. And then um, a lot of people are starting to check out of the community? Yes. They start living on Ordeon, mixed with Catholics. See? And they just abandon the, the faith. The future looking like for this Tartar community? Are people getting nervous that it's going to go bye-bye? Yes, we're going to wipe out. Go extinct? Yeah. There will be only Tartars in books. Polish Tartars. There's yeah. still Tartars in Turkey yes, yes. and... Turkey and Mongolia. Mongolia. Russia. And Belarus. Belarus. Okay, but this has been like 400 years, right? Yes. Biggest, largest extent of population at one point here. Do you know? 10,000, 20,000? It's always been small? Uh, something like 10,000. 10,000. Yeah, now and, we are 2,000. And you told me though, like when they first came here with the... Um, being the mercenaries, there's only like a couple thousand, right? Yes, because there are migration of Tatars to Poland. Oh, so after they got the land, Tartars yes. started coming in here. From Lithuania. I find it fascinating that uh, for 400 years that a population that small can survive. That goes to show like how thick the bond was and the community to to make that thing keep rolling, especially when you're in you know foreign territory that doesn't practice the same religion. So it would be quite sad if uh, this little pocket of Islam dies out. So you need to do something about it. What? The Tartar King. The terror of Tartar. You need to fix it. I need to have 3,000 children. Yes. Like a bunch Jimmy of Polish Sons. girls. You know, <laughs> bring them in here. A, a Har a Harlem, right? Or a Harem? Harem. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the, the Islams, <laughs> the Muslims do that. That's amazing. So, but check out this little cute restaurant. This is the, basically the extent of the village. The mosque is over there. Got a Tartar home. How big it is? That's a big mine, my God. Waiting for me down in old Mexico. And if you're ever in Alaska, stop and see my cute little Eskimo. Oh, my sweet Fraulein down in Berlin town makes my heart start to yearn. And my China doll down in on the Polish. Belarusian border. Uh, let's see if we get uh, stopped by the policia. me is a little Belarusian shop it would cross the border and then uh, they don't pay as much tax I think you can get more Western stuff but that's pretty cool now look at this it's freaking empty since the immigrant crisis and obviously the war Wow dead inside Traveling man, yes, I'm a traveling man.